0: Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger.
1: Welcome to the cafe wealthies. Well, sit back, grab a cup of something yummy, and prepare to be inspired. Well, I have invited our guest today because she is such a rock star and has helped me so much in my own journey of online course creation, as well as with courses that I offer and have told you about through the blog posts and through my podcast. So let me tell you about her and about some of the deliciousness we're going to serve up here in the cafe today. Julie Hood helps coaches, authors, experts, and bloggers create and market amazing online courses. She combines her left brain love of computers with her right brain creative side, and her superpower is taking complicated online processes and making them simpler and easier for clients. Now, back in the day, Julie created her first online program way back in the dark ages of the internet with a $14.95 ebook boy, has she come a long way since then. She's been working to help her clients create six-figure launches and build online businesses from the ground up. And that is one of the key reasons I've invited her here today to share her online course secrets. Plus, she's just really fun people. Welcome to the cafe, Julie Hood.
2: Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. We always have such a good time talking. I can't wait.
1: We do. And you have such fun things coming up that I want to talk about too. But I thought, you know what, let's just pick your brain for like your online course secrets and have our people, listeners here at the cafe, like take some juicy notes.
2: Yes. Grab a piece of paper. We've got some good stuff for you today.
1: Okay. So I have heard you say that there are some key questions that course creators need to answer before they create their courses. And I know you had me do that. So I'd love you to share those with the audience and then we'll just chat about them as we go. Fantastic. So the first one,
2: if you want to write this down, is you have to figure out what is the topic of your first course or your next course, if you're on your second one. And what I like to tell people about this is that most course creators, and I would say 99% of the ones I work with, when they come up with a course idea, it turns into a huge project. And part of this is because they're trying to be really helpful. They have all this incredible knowledge and they want to share it with their students and they want to give a lot of content to their students. But the problem with that is that you end up with either a course that's too big that you can't even get it finished, or it's too big that your students can't get all the way through it. So the first thing we need to do is really narrow it down to one topic that is a manageable course for your students. So that's where I like people to start.
1: I really like that. And I like how you model that for people too, because later we'll talk about the topic that is coming up for you and a challenge that you're offering next week. And I love that it's bite-sized and there's something really, since we're in the cafe, delicious about a bite-sized topic. So great, everybody write that one down. All right. What else do we ask? So
2: next up, I want you to think about the specific result, the specific transformation, the big selling point of your course. And this is really, really essential because we don't want to sell to somebody, let's say the ultimate marketing course. Like that just feels like a huge kind of How do I manage this sort of course? We want to sell them on, here's how you market and reach 50 new students today and get in front of them to sell your course tomorrow. So you can see we get some time boundness in there as far as dates. We get some numbers in there as far as how many people you can help with. All of those things that make it more specific really not only help you when you're creating the course, but it really, really helps you when you get to the point of trying to sell it because you can talk to those specific selling points when you're working with your audience.
1: And so you will help the people, the participants, your clients maybe determine or be able to state what those results are? Because I found that a lot of people have really trouble when they say results, like that seems to be a sticky point, but that's something you can help with.
2: Yes. And you're right. It's not something necessarily that's always obvious depending on how you're working with people. And sometimes you need a little bit of experience to see You know, what does happen when people work with me, especially for my life coaches, sometimes when they are just in general, helping people improve their lives, they have to work with a few folks to kind of get to what exactly do I help them with. So that's one of the things I really like to talk about because we need to start somewhere. So let's pick something that you've either done for yourself or that you've done for a client or two. And we start with that and then you can always expand on it, change it swap it out going forward. So that's the second question is what are the big results that I'm going to get for my students? And then the third question is what type of course will this be? So what type of course am I going to create? And by that, I want you to sort of think about how does this need to be taught so that my students can get the best results? Do they need time with me one-on-one? I know some of the work you do, people get a lot when they get to work on it with you one-on-one. So maybe that's part of not only the course part, but then they also get some time with you. Maybe you can do it as a group, which is even more efficient. So that's you throw in some group coaching or maybe it's a course that they can just take it and run with it and they don't need to work with you at all. So we just want to think about that before we start jumping into creating it. You know, what's going to be involved, and what type of course do I need to do in order to get people the results that I want to get for them?
1: I like that. You know, when I worked with you and went through the course creators course, this was a really important thing for me to consider because I was looking at everything from, should I make it a DIY type of course where it's online and they do it all themselves? Or do I have a one-on-one component or is it a group or do I combine it? And I had to try it out in a few different ways before I found the ultimate. So I love that you're having people think about that upfront.
2: And the other thing that's really great about this is it gives you different prices. Price points Because the more time that someone is working with you, they really should be paying a higher price for that. I like to have all my course creators thinking about, you know, what are some ways I could increase the price and get more value to my students. And so that way you can you can play with your pricing too. the more time they're getting with you. Awesome. So the next question number four, then is when will I work in creation and marketing time? So the reason I ask this is we are all super, super busy. We all have really complicated lives with that are probably pretty full already. So if you want to add in a course... You want to make sure you've got some time to work on it. Now, it doesn't have to be a lot. I don't want to scare everybody. And and I know sometimes there can be that feeling that, oh, this is going to be a huge project. It doesn't have to be. And that's what we do in the 24-hour course creator is I've laid it out in an hour-by-hour fashion so that people can get their first course created In about 24 hours. So some people will do an hour a day. Some people will do like three eight hour days or in February, we're going to do this as a group for an hour a day during the week. So if you can just set aside an hour a day to work on it, we're going to help get that first course created. So it's not going to be a huge signature course, you know, we're going to keep it manageable and get you from the start to the finish to get it finished. And I'm really excited because it's one of my favorite things to do is we get really into the nitty gritty with the students and get to work on their courses. So it's going to be fun.
1: Love that. And I really like the idea that you've chunked it down so people could do it in the way that they want it chunked down. So if it's an hour a day, or like you said, if it's a whole eight hour stretch three times, that's brilliant. It works
2: out really well. And then even with the daily version that we're doing, I have some folks like, oh, this week is bad. So I'm going to spend my five hours on Saturday and get caught up. So we don't. Have hours scheduled on the weekend. So if you need to catch up at some point, you can do that. So it's going to be a great time. We're starting that on February the 7th. So I'm looking forward to it. So that's question number four is just thinking about your timing. You know, when can I work in some course creation time into my schedule? And then number five is, what will I name my course? Oh boy, that's such a huge one. <laughs> yes. And I will say that this is one that can make a pretty big difference in how well your sales work on the back end. So you need to work on making it intriguing, making people go, huh, I wonder what that's about. You know, having them think about who it is. So you want the combination of your course title and your subtitle to sort of give them an idea of who the course is for. And you also want to hit some results that you're possibly going, you know, what, what are people going to get from it? So you want to have that in there. Anytime you can include some kind of numbers, like I have 24 hour course creator, so it's 24 hours. You know, those are all really good things to add into your title. And so this week on January the 24th, we're going to start the topic and title challenge, and I'm going to give a whole bunch more. We're just barely brushing the surface on not only figuring out what your topic is going to be, but also getting into the title. And I'm going to share some of my resources to help people like figure out what that title is
1: like. Where can they start with a really good title? I love that. You know, I'm going to take a little break here in the middle of our eight questions that we're going to be covering and do a pitch for that because your five-day topic and title challenge for a rockstar course is amazing guys. I did it as well. Julie is offering it next week. I'll have you have her tell you more specifics about it in a minute, but I do want, and I'll put the link in the show notes, but it's at coursecreatorshq.com forward slash Erica topic title. And I'll put that in the show notes, but Julie, can you just take an in-between break here and tell everybody a little bit about that topic challenge? Because not everybody will listen all the way through here. We've got eight great questions, but I want everybody to know about this because it's coming up Monday. Yes. So I'm
2: so glad thank you for letting me mention it because it's a really great way to get started to just take a tiny piece of what it takes to get your course together and take 5 days and figure it out. And once you get that momentum going, you're going to be ready to jump in to getting your full course together. And what I love about it is I've designed this to where if you only have 15 minutes a day for the challenge I give you assignments that will still help you move forward. And then there's more for the folks who have a little more time and want to dig in even deeper. There's more, but I put it together so that in the morning, when you get the assignment, it says, if you only have 15 minutes,
1: go do this. That's so cool. You know, guys, by the time you're listening to this, I know it's going to be a Tuesday morning and it'll have the challenge will have started the day before, but Julie, that's okay, right? They can catch up. Absolutely. We have some folks that don't even find out about it
2: until the end of the week and they are still able to get caught up and get it done. And the reason you want to do every lesson, though, I'll throw this out is one person is going to win my full course at the end of the week. So, yeah, the ones who do all the homework and move forward, we do a drawing and have a winner. So it's really fun week because what the best part for me is every day we have Zoom calls where I get to get on the phone and talk to people and I love brainstorming about courses. So figuring out, you know, where could you go with this? Is this a good idea or could we tweak this a little bit and figuring out the topic and the title for everyone? So the goal is by the end of the week, they have those figured out and they're ready
1: to move forward. So thanks for letting me tell about it. Absolutely. Okay, guys. So see, you can tell that that's Julie's uh superpower here. I segued there for a minute just because we had just covered, you know, what will I name my course? So Julie, what's next? What's the next key question that needs to be answer.
2: So once you get started going on the content, the next thing to really sort of think about is... Where am I going to host this? Like, what tool am I going to use? Where am I going to put this course so that my students can have access to it? And there's a lot to that, but I think you and I should talk a little bit about some of the choices and some of the questions that you want to make sure around that. Some of the things to think about when you're trying to figure out which of all the tools of the
1: thousands of tools that are out there for courses, like which one would be best for me? we had that conversation for me guys, like whether I should do it in a Facebook group or do it on Kajabi like that. Right, Julie? That's Exactly. Exactly.
2: So Facebook groups can be a great place to get started. Honestly, they, the group does what I like to call the student management of it for you. So you can make it private and just control who gets into the group and who isn't in the group and that way that's how you're controlling you only put in the students that have paid you for your course and if they don't pay they come out of the group so that's a really easy way to get started and get going with the course and especially if you're not very techie you can start there then if you want to expand a little bit more to maybe jump in to one of the tools that are online then you've got some choices. So you use Kajabi, which I will be honest, for most of the people I work with, it's one of the favorite ones for us to do. So much so that I put together a whole training on helping people get started. So when they work with me, I give them that training to get going on Kajabi. And the reason I like it so much is that it's what I call an all-in-one tool. So if you're just getting started online, it'll not only manage your course, it'll help you with your website, it'll help you with your blog, it'll help you with your affiliate program and your sales pages and your email newsletter and your landing pages. All of these features are all built in. So one tool, one price, and you've got everything covered. Now,
1: go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it is really cool, guys. I'm actually enjoying it. And then,
2: however, I also have some students that are like, you know what, Julie, I already have a website. I already have an email newsletter and I really just need a place to host my course. I need a way to sell it. So which of the tools is best for me? So there's several tools out there that will let you just do course hosting. So they host your videos, they host your cheat sheets for your course, they let you do the sales process, you have your sales pages for your course so people can sign up. But that's the goal. Like they don't necessarily do an entire website for you. They don't do your email newsletter, that kind of thing. So those course hosts, those are things like teachable and thinkific. Those are two of the big ones that are primarily just for hosting the course. So people have to think about that.
1: You know, I know we were only going to cover some of the questions, but I know that there's two others that I think we should, we're on a roll. Let's give people two more.
2: All right. So the seventh question is how will I reach my potential students? Mm and you don't necessarily have to know this entirely before you get started, but I like people to start thinking about it. You know, who is it you really are trying to reach? And the worst thing you can say is, oh, my course is for everyone. Yeah, that's not going to work. And here's why. That means it's not going to resonate with anybody in particular. So for a lot of years, I just did general internet marketing, coaching, and consulting. It got really tough to talk to my audience because one minute I be talking to a pizza place and the next minute I'd be talking to an author online and the languages are very different you know are we selling pizzas or are we selling books <laughs> so when I settled down and said you know what I want to work with course creators so now I talk about let's find your students you know it's not just find your customers or your clients it's finding students and we're selling courses we're not selling books we're not selling pizzas <laughs> we're selling courses so it helps me resonate because people are like okay, I know I want to do a course. Okay. She's the right person because she's very specifically focused on that. So thinking about who you're going to reach and how you're going to find them initially is not also another really good way to make sure your course is going to be viable and you'll be able to get in front of them. Cool. All right. We got
1: another, a last question.
2: Yes. One last question. And that is, what is my deadline? And by that, Ah. I want you to just kind of think about, you know, what could be a place to put a marker in the sand and say, I really want to have this done by a certain date or a certain time of the year. Because once you get yourself in the mindset of this is a good project for me and now I need to have a deadline that I'm working towards because I will tell you a lot of folks get in the messy middle of creating a course and that if they don't have something to get them to the finish line like a deadline it can be a little tough to get it all the way through to the end so pick that deadline and you are good to go if you've got those eight
1: questions you should be jumping into creating your next course. Oh, that is so exciting. And you can join Julie in the topic and title challenge this week while you're listening, regardless of whether it started on Monday and you're listening on Tuesday, just jump right in. And like I said, I'll put the link into the show notes, but talk some more, Julie, if you would, about the big banana about the course itself, because there might be some people here who are like, heck, I am ready to just jump right in. Yes, it's the beginning of the year. You know, we always love those big projects and kicking
2: those off to get going for the new year. I have, it's called the 24-hour course creator, and we'll have the link in the show notes. And so we start off with the 24 hours, an hour a day, takes about five weeks or so to get through those 24 hours. I'm doing live coaching with the students in the course. We have group coaching calls and Zoom calls. We also have what I like to call study hall sessions. So we all get on Zoom, we mute ourselves and we're all working on our own courses. But there's something about working at the same time as other people that makes you much more productive than when you're by yourself. So we do that. And then I also wanted to make sure everyone knows I threw in now for the new students, a bunch of bonus courses to help you get started on the marketing side of things. So there's an email course, There's a sales page course and there's a joint venture course. So you get all of that when you sign up. And so we go for a few more months kind of going through some of that. You get your course created and then we'll go through those other three courses and get the marketing going too. So it's going to be so much fun. I hope your listeners
1: can jump in and connect with me. I'd love to work with them. Well, and like Julie said, we'll put that link in the show notes, which is going to be coursecreatorshq.com forward slash Erica24cc. And then there's a a last gift here. You were kind of talking to me about of this, where you host things. So tell us a little bit about that because we want to leave everybody, not only with those eight secret questions to be thinking about, invite them to the other two things, but what about this gift that you have this free training?
2: Yeah. So the, where should I host my course? It can be one of the big snagging the technology side of it can really hold people up. So I want to give your listeners a free training that they can go and watch where I talk about, here's what you should consider when you're trying to pick your course. And I've been at this for 20 years. So I got a lot of experience of working with a lot of the different tools, my different clients all work with different tools. So I was able to kind of capture for you, here's a, here's how to address this and things to think about. So hopefully they can grab that training too. That'll be in the show notes, right? So yep. Perfect. That'll be great.
1: So Julie, any last tips you want to secrets you got for anybody other than I'll just say one of my secrets when Julie helped me create my money mindset makeover course one of the best things I ever did was literally to go through both the topic entitled challenge and the full course and that's my secret for you but do you have any last pieces for everybody before we say goodbye I just want to say thanks for jumping into the deep
2: end of the pool and getting your knowledge and your content out there because I truly believe that that we need this experience, this knowledge and getting it out into the world to improve the world, you know, make parenting better, make businesses better, just make things work better. That's what course creators do. So I hope everyone can take that swimming lesson and let's jump on in and get it out there and and put the dent in the universe. Wasn't that what Steve Jobs said about making things
1: better? So thanks so much. Julie, thank you for being here. You indeed are the master midwife, of course, creation. You are <laughs> you, you are so good at helping people birth things and getting it out into the world. So thanks for coming by and gracing us with your presence. Oh, thank you so much. I love chatting with you. So we'll have to do it again soon. Yay. All right, everybody. Always remember that success is in your nature and true wealth starts from the inside out and you want to bring those wonderful gifts out into the universe, all of the information from today's show will be in the show notes, including links to Julie's topic and title challenge, her course, as well as her free course on how to where to host your course. So with that, I bid you adieu. We'll talk next week. Hopefully we'll see you in the challenge. Blessings to you all.
0: Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart, follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneurs Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.